Together we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Paul and Barnabas are going around and encouraging and preaching and establishing the churches, evangelizing the world, the beginning of Christianity. And they go, it says, they went to this, there were a considerable number of disciples there, and they returned to these places, Lystra and Iconium and Antioch, and it says, they strengthened the spirits of the disciples and exhorted them to persevere in the faith, saying, it is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. It's really important for us to hear these words from Scripture and from the very beginning of the church, like this movement from Pentecost, the power of the gospel, that people are encountering Christ. Again, some of the Jewish folks, the Jewish people, right, they, they were longing for the Messiah. Okay, and then now you have Gentiles. This is like initial proclamation of the gospel, like, who is this guy, Jesus? What is going on? But it's with power. And they become Christian, and they're living their life. And then Paul and Barnabas are passing back through, and they're probably like, hey, look, when you first got here, it was great. Things were going awesome. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel the closeness of God and the power of him in my life, and, like, things are changing. But then, you know, like, Cousin Bill came over. You know, and you know what happens when Cousin Bill comes over and then like all, whatever, it's like life. And so where is the Lord in my life now? Might be a question that we ask ourselves often. It's like, okay, well, there's certain moments or seasons in my life where, Lord, it is clear I know you are real. And I have, there's, a, there's a level of zeal in my heart and feeling close to you. And then there are some periods where it's like, Jesus, uh, I thought we were friends. Like, what is going on in my life? What is happening? And then this is the place in the midst of our suffering that the enemy, he, he always comes. He's very opportunistic. Oh, you're suffering? Are you dealing with difficulty? Well, let me tell you what that means. It means that the Lord really doesn't care. He's really not that close to you. Maybe even he's not even real. All the stuff of the faith, ah, just to make you feel good. All these lies of the enemy over and over and over and again. So Paul and Barnabas are there. You have to power the gospel, the changing of their life, seeing these miracles. It is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus spoke to his own disciples. For those of us who follow him, he says, you must take up your cross daily and follow me. It doesn't mean we just put a little gold cross around our neck and like carry it around and it's nice and shiny and it's pretty cool. There's, there's real suffering in our life. There's real suffering. And this suffering does not mean that God is far from us. He's actually very close. He's very close. 
What we see in the incarnation is our God is not a God who stays far from us in our suffering, but who took on our human flesh and entered into the very heart of it. Ultimately, we see Jesus on the cross, seemingly abandoned, seemingly defeated, but close and present with the Father. And then the power of his resurrection so just simple words tonight. If you're suffering in your life, is there difficulty or you just feel like blah, be not afraid. The Lord is with you. Be not afraid. The Lord is with you. Hold firm to your faith. Christ is risen and he is alive. And he has not left us orphan. He has not left us orphan. He comes. He comes to us in the most holy Eucharist. A very humble way, but powerful. Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Ask for faith. Cry out. Tell Jesus your desire to know him and to be close to him. Tell him your desire to know him and to be close to him. These sufferings in our lives gives us an opportunity to genuinely cry out. Sometimes we go to prayer and we're like, oh, that, oh, that, that doesn't feel good. I, I, I didn't get the experience that I wanted. And then we quickly run like... The dryness in prayer is an opportunity to exercise deep desire for God and is transformative in our soul. It purifies our soul and our desire for him. Cry out. Stay with the ache. Jesus is here. He is here. And he is present. And he never leaves us abandoned. If you are particularly struggling and don't know where to go, reach out to someone else in the faith for encouragement. Come back to the sacraments. Pray with the scriptures. Paul and Barnabas, they strengthened the spirits of the disciples and exhorted them to persevere in the faith, saying, it is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. As we pass through the, the holy weeks in our life, there is Good Friday, there is Holy Saturday, and there's Easter Sunday over and over and over again. Persevere. Trust. He is here. Speaking to us at every single Mass, this is my body given up for you.